Welcome to the Scaling Her Empire podcast, the destination for authentic and unfiltered conversations designed to empower you to build the empire of your dreams. I'm Jamie Parks, coach, audiologist, and CEO of an eight-figure business obsessed with constantly pushing my own boundaries and guiding you to do the same. Here, we're all about deepening our leadership, mastering our mindset, and stepping into our greatest potential. One thing I firmly believe is we are always in the right place at the right time to build the empire meant for us. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to Scaling Her Empire. I am so excited today to have Christina Ashkar with me. She is the founder of The Effortlessly Feminine, and she is a reconnection coach, helping women step into their feminine energy. And I'm so excited you're here, Christina. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Well, I really want to dive into just a conversation about masculine and feminine energy. Yeah. For somebody who's never heard of those terms, yes. what do they really mean? This is a great question. I'm so happy you asked this because a lot of people, it's so funny, especially women that feel that they're maybe missing something. They're like drawn to the idea of femininity, but they have no idea really what it is. So uh, feminine and masculine. So to, you know, a woman is feminine and masculine and a man is, has masculine energy and feminine energy. And essentially what it is, is feminine is the reconnection to the body. So it's everything that's out of your head, reconnects to your body, all the senses, you know, that's why women love like fall, right? For all of the um, different senses that come up, the the taste, yeah, everything, right? And so you're laughing because it's so it's so true. And then the men, masculine energy is more about that drive, that go go go, that purpose, that ambition, you know, that that really just like goal oriented. Um, and so what I what's essentially the masculine, the feminine is really you have to have both, right? You can't have one human with just too much because that would just throw off the polarity. But what I essentially do is I help specifically women. Uh, that you know, we live in a very masculine world where really we're shown an extreme amount of love when we have masculine traits, right? When we're go, 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 when we're successful, when we're driven, when we were, when we run the show, right? This whole like hustle boss babe culture, you know, which, which extreme feminism has really glorified. And so a lot of women, a lot of my clients come to me and they're just feeling drained. And burnt out, and they're attracting romantic partners that are, they're letting them run the show, right? And so this is really the essence of I help women come back to the, what it is to be a feminine woman in her body and her senses and kind of let go of the idea that you can only be loved through the masculine energy. So that kind of gives you a little bit of a background. That's a phenomenal answer. I love it. So everyone has masculine energy and feminine energy. Yes. And would you say what I feel like I've seen is more women stepping into that masculine energy because we want to, we want to succeed. We want to create companies. We want to find success that a hundred years ago was only allowed or given to a masculine man. Mm-hmm. And so do you think that we have created this more masculine energy based on our drive or just, I guess I don't know how to ask that question. I just feel like there's been a shift Mm -hmm. and I'm wondering if you can put together, you know, your thoughts or maybe research or something on how that's connected. 
this question was is phenomenal. I'm so happy you asked it because a lot of women will come to me in like my DMs or on comments, things I will post and say, well, I feel powerful when I am A, B, and C. I feel powerful when I'm running this. And there's nothing wrong with that. I want every woman listening to know that there is nothing wrong with wanting to run shit, to make money, to be successful. I mean, shit, I am, and I can still be in my feminine. But what happens is what place are we running it from? Are we running it from a go, go, go burnout? Are we running it from this beautiful vibration of receivership? Because the feminine is actually receiving. Most people think it's the opposite because modern women give so much of themselves on a daily basis, but we're actually the receiving energy. And so what happens is when we cut that off, we kind of try to push through things that we weren't meant to push through. But to answer your question, a woman can absolutely be like use her masculine energy as she should to run shit. She just has to be aware of, she has to tap into that intuition to go, when is enough? When do I need to step back? When do I need to go to a bath or get back in my body, you know, or do something that makes me feel beautiful or, you know, just meditate something. Cause women, we don't do that enough. We just push, push, push through it thinking that's going to make us successful, but it actually isn't sustainable. But really what, what a lot of women I, I find more and more are coming to me is their romantic relationships. Because what happens is like, I look, I, I run a very successful business. I love it. I can be boss babe all day long. But when I step through that door, why well, I work from home, but when I step out, right, there's a man there and I will drop into my feminine. What happens is a lot of women, they don't drop in their feminine. They keep that boss babe, I'm the shit attitude up into their relationships and they don't allow him to be a man. And so they end up attracting these relationships that they wear the pants and they make all the plans and they don't allow him to make the big decisions, right? Or like, you know, so what happens is, is that they start to lose respect for him. It's like, they want a man like that, but they don't, they won't allow it to happen. They won't allow that love, that type of love to come in. So nothing wrong with having your masculine energy in the world but when it comes to you know, relationships, that's really where you need to get back in touch with it. But women, we just stay in this masculine energy our whole life thinking that that's doing us favors when really it's disconnecting us from who we truly are as women. Absolutely. Are some women just more inclined to have a masculine energy mm-hmm. or a more masculine energy as far as like driving for business? being in relationships, like standing up for what they want. Mm -hmm. And where is that developed? So, uh, you know, it all, we have core energies. So on like a spectrum, we're all a spectrum. There's no such thing as 100% masculine, 100% feminine. They're just not. But there are people that are, I almost, you know, I always refer to this, you know, like that very cold man who just doesn't seem to have any feelings, right? He's too in his masculine, right? Too driven too. And then you have that woman that's like the hippie that's like, oh, free love. And she lives in her van and there's no drive. There's no structure in her life. That's too much in your feminine. You have to have a balance. But by nature, 90% of women have a feminine core and 90% of men have a masculine core. There's always going to be those women that have a masculine core and always those men that have more feminine. Usually it's where homosexuality comes in, but not always, but not always. So what happens is it's always a spectrum. So like for you and I, for example, I might be more, maybe it feels really aligned for me in my season of life. You always have to consider your season of life that you're in. Um, in my season of life, I might be more 80% feminine, right? And you might be more 60% feminine, but that works for you in your stage. And that works for me in my stage. As long as we're tipping the scales a little more feminine, we'll always feel a little more aligned than we would uh, in the opposition. So, um, you know, but as far as like where that really comes from, 
you know, and this is a really cool subject and I get, you know, this, this conversation or this conversation seems to come up a lot. Um, you know, women that will say, well, you know, I just feel really good in my, in my masculine, you know, I feel really good in it. Do you feel good in it? Or did you get shown a lot of love when you were in your masculine? Because this is where I come from, my father, and I love him and I have an amazing father, right? But I had a father wound that I knew nothing about because my entire life, he was showing me love when I was independent when I didn't need a man, when I was making my own money, when I wasn't a girly girl, when I wanted sports. I mean, he all, he, you know, and so these were when I was shown love. You know, as you were explaining the different benefits, rewards that we get in different energies, for mm-hmm. myself personally, I have recognized that being in my masculine energy has gotten me more success. Yeah. And I've accomplished more in my masculine energy. And even though I'm an audiologist and predominantly we are a female business, right? Most audiologists are female. The people that run the companies that we have to work with are all men. Mm-hmm. When we're negotiating price, when we're opening clinics, when we're buying equipment, we're negotiating leases for brick and mortar businesses. All of that is men, a lot of men, right? I remember going to a, flying to a vendor. They flew us in to have a conversation and I sat down and there were eight people in the boardroom and I was the only woman. Mm. And it was like, okay, I, I get it. Yeah. This is where we're at. How did that make you feel? If I'm going to be really honest, part of it made me feel powerful that I was there. Mm-hmm. But it also made me realize that, and I see this a lot, I have two male partners and when we negotiate, I can say one thing and they can come in and repeat it and and they're treated completely different. And one of my business partners, he's so funny. He's like, I just don't see it. And I'm like, you don't. Just like I will never personally see racism, right? I'm I'm. Mm-hmm. I will not see that. I will not experience it. And so I I have to realize that when I am a leader in my company and I have 70 employees, and then as I sit here and think about it, I would say we're probably 70% female. Mm. That I do want to be in that nurturing, encouraging, mm-hmm. because I do treat my business as a baby or something that I care passionately about. But it is a lot to go back and forth between those. And I'm just wondering when you're coaching women, if there are certain experiences, seasons of life, environments that you encourage women to step into a certain power or energy. Well, the first, that's an amazing question. Thank you for asking. The first question I want to ask you is, were you in your masculine or were you in your warrior feminine? When I was in that room? The, well, either one. Most likely when you're in, surrounded by men, we naturally go into our masculine. But when you're at work and you're still leading, when you're still leading, but you're surrounded more by by women, we do tend to get into our warrior feminine. And women confuse that with masculine. But there, women actually, the feminine leads, I mean, the feminine, the warrior feminine actually leads better than the masculine. And because masculine is very structured. It's very structured. It's very, it's almost like math, right? There's one way to do it. The feminine is all about intuition. 
So the reason why warrior feminine and other parts of the feminine as well, but especially warrior feminine, the reason why she can lead so effectively is because she can intuitively see what her team needs and wh- what direction they need to go instead of just going in there head first and just seeing if it works and it doesn't, right? And then reverting back and then going to see if it works, which was part of it for sure. But the warrior feminine is really coming from a place of what does my team need? What, where, where are we headed? What's our vision? Are we aligning with it? These are intuitive things that are actually feminine that we actually mistaken for the masculine. Well, that is really interesting because I do think that I am able to see what my team needs and understand. I have an ability, like my business partners are brilliant and they each have, you know, we all have different skill sets that we bring to the table. The one thing I see for myself is I do have the ability to see how words are affecting my staff and that relationship. But I always thought that when I'm in my role of making decisions and taking lead, setting expectations and moving forward, I always felt like that was more in a masculine role. But I'd love to hear more about this feminine warrior. Like, tell me about that. The warrior feminine is a fun one because many women think that to feel powerful, they only have to be in their masculine, which is very powerful. And once again, we have to have the masculine. Like you can't have the feminine without the masculine. The the best way to put it is like um, feminine is like water. We can go everywhere. We can flow. We're very fluid. The masculine is like the cup that holds the water. It's the structure for the feminine. And it allows her not to go too crazy, but enough where she feels free. You know, so we need both. The warrior feminine is a really cool facet of the feminine because she is once again a warrior. Think of like a, a goddess warrior, right? How she leads, but she leads from love, right? It's from love, but she can also like it's also um a, a facet of like the wild feminine, where if somebody were to come steal your child, that energy that would come out. You know, you would be not messed with. Should you know, you ever seen a mother about the child, someone messes with their child that you don't mess with that mother. You know what I mean? So women really underestimate the power of the facets of the feminine. They just think of it as nurturing, loving, nurturing, free. No. Yes, that's part of it, of course. But there's so many more powerful facets that they are they are like almost too afraid to dip in because they have this subconscious belief that feminine's weak. When really the feminine is so strong. Yes, I, that is resonating with me so much yeah. because I do work with a predominantly female staff in a predominantly female industry. When I have a female employee that feels uncomfortable with something that's going on in their environment, I have a no tolerance policy. Mm-hmm. If you come into contact with any of my employees. I am that mama bear. I am that warrior. Like you have to be respectful. And if you're not, I have a no tolerance policy. And I know that recently I had a conversation with my business partner and he was, you know, I, I talked to somebody who's feeling uncomfortable and I just went into, this is how it is. This is what we're going to do. I don't want you to spend another minute worrying about it. I've got your back. And my business partner challenged me on it and I unleashed a dragon I didn't even know I had in myself. (laughs) (laughs) I was shocked. Everybody was shocked because, and you're right, it is that protective sense. I don't have children. I don't know what that's like, but I do know that I'm very, very protective over 
the women who trust me to lead them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all the same energy, by the way. It's all children, animals. I mean, I know, you know, but the children aren't like dogs. Of course they're not, you know, but at the same time, it is the same energy that's being brought out. The same energy. If someone were to come hurt my animal, you don't even know the kind of things that would come out. You know what I mean? Like the, I, I don't even understand the energy that probably come out of me. So, you know, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing, but I want to hit on something else that you said. Um, you know, you said, when is it a, kind of appropriate to be in this energy versus this energy? It's fluid. There is no black and white. So just as you said, because as you were saying, you said, you know, I told him that I got this. Now that's the masculine where you were like, Hey, you know what I mean? It was coming from a feminine place. It was being driven by a feminine place of protection, but you handled it in the way that they would understand because they're men, I'm assuming all of them. And you handle it in a masculine way. So you were actually using your intuition to speak to them in the way that they understand. Ah, I see. Yeah. I see. So it's fluid. The masculine is all fluid. Yeah. I mean, you can literally, and the best thing about the feminine is that you can literally switch it. You, you know, you, you just said earlier, you're like, I don't really know if I'm switching it or, you know, what? No, you're naturally doing it, not even realizing you're doing it, you know, just by your law of intuition and polarity for the, the surrounding people and energies around you. Mm. Yes. I love that. I was just going to ask you for that woman who does go to work every day and she feels, I mean, she has a bad ass. She walks in, she crushes it, giving orders, making things happen. What are a few small things or just, you know, just one or two tips that you could give that woman to step into her feminine energy when she is coming home to her romantic life? Yes. I love this question. So I call it a 60 second pause. It's, it's pausing to, for the pattern. So you're in a pattern when women are in their go, go, go energy. Uh, they're in a pattern in their brain of needing to do shit, structure this, you know, all the things that come with that. So you have to break, you have to actively intuitively break the pattern. And so it can take 60 seconds, literally. It, you just need to invigorate one sense. That's it. And I don't just mean like, you know, oh, smell a candle and then walk away. I mean like take that candle and smell it and, and, and be like, oh, fall or pumpkin or cinnamon or whatever, you know, whatever she wants, strawberry, you know, or come home and take a hot shower, you know, and feel everything just melt away or put on something beautiful. You know, it doesn't even have to be necessarily, women tend to be like, oh, sweats, no makeup, whatever. That's fine if that makes you feel beautiful. But even if it's just putting on a robe for 20 minutes, that makes you feel gorgeous. Just anything to put you back in your body, out of your head, back in your body. Women really underestimate the intuitive power that they have and the intentional power that they have. So if they are intentional about doing this, you can go into your feminine, you know, way quicker than 60 seconds, but usually 60 seconds is a really good, just, you know, kind of pause to break the pattern of the masculine energy that she's been carrying with her all day. Okay. I'm going to ask this to kind of, maybe this will throw you through a loop or not, but is that the same for a woman who's coming home to three children, like, you know, a very busy lifestyle? Like I can do that. I'm a married woman. I can come home. I can tell my husband, like, babe, I don't need 60 minutes, 60 seconds. I need 60 minutes. Like I'm going to go to the shower. I'm going to do all that. What about that mom who is just go, 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 probably pick somebody up from soccer, comes home, has to cook dinner. What about that? She still needs to do that 60 seconds. I mean, anybody can get the 60 seconds. Um, you know, we tend to make excuses, but if you go to the bathroom, you you can do it. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it doesn't take very long. It's all about mentally getting in that energy, right? Like for example, and to go back to that first example, if someone's going to hurt your child, 
it doesn't take you a minute to get into that energy of protecting your child. You do it instantaneously. It's this, it's just feminine energy. We can switch that so much easier, but we make these excuses of like, I have kids, I have this, I have to make dinner. My husband, I need, you know, so stop with the excuses. The quicker that you drop the excuses, the quicker that you can realize that you have so much more power over your energy than you can imagine. And it's using just one of your senses, music. Yes. Yes. Even like scratching your head, just, you know, doing this. The wild woman one is what the one I tell a lot with women that are, that have the kids, the business, maybe the husband that's not quite stepping up, you know, all the, the, the stressors in their day to day where they feel like their home isn't their sanctuary because your home needs to be your sanctuary. So for any woman that is listening that is really trying to embody your feminine, your, your environment is where that starts. So you need to actively let your family know that this is something that you're going to embark on. You can't do this alone. No woman can. So you have to embark help and you have to ask like, Hey, if I need this minute, I don't need you screaming up at me. The dinner's, you know, needs to be cooked or whatever, you know? And so I think we just underestimate the power of like our community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you had mentioned that a lot of women, I mean, you have a beautiful Instagram page. I love it. It is fascinating. And even just your comments and how you lure me in to like click on everything. You're doing a beautiful job and you had mentioned that on your Instagram, you know, one of the biggest questions you get is about relationships and Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to kind of give us that nugget of of advice um, before we wrap up. Yeah. So the first thing I think of any woman, you know, it kind of goes different ways for single versus in a relationship, but I can do like a small little thing on both for the single woman who is trying to call in her masculine man. And this looks like a woman who has funny because almost every single client that I have that says, you know, I'm trying to find a, that masculine. Oh, I need a real man. They always say, I need a real man. You know, there's no real men left. Oh, there is. But the problem is that you're not attracting them because of your masculine energy. So that is a first thing for a single woman. She needs to learn to be so in love with her life and her femininity and who she is because a lot of single women go out there trying to find their man, but that's coming from energy of scarcity and need. So you need to turn that energy onto you and, and discover all of the beautiful layers of your feminine, fall in love with your life and he will come. You don't even have to worry about that. Like literally he will come by the law of polarity for the people of the women in relationships. You know, usually what happens is they come and they say, I need my man to step up. I can't get him to step up. And they're so focused on him, 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 him. And yes, I'm not saying that he doesn't need to do his part as well. It needs to be a collaboration of, hey, I'm going to step up in more of my masculine. You're going to drop more in your feminine. The first thing you need to do is you need to let him lead. You need to let him lead. And women get very flabbergasted when I say this because they're like, I don't, I can't let him know. And and leading does not mean that you lose your decision-making abilities. That's not what leading means. Leading means that you get to be out of your head and trust him to go where you want to go, to do what you want to do, or just to, just to relax and say, you know, I'm going to let him give me a massage tonight, or I'm going to whatever, to just not try to control and micromanage. Because a lot of women try to control and micromanage because they feel safe because it's coming from a wound that they haven't fully healed from. So they think they're creating this environment of safety by having control of everything, but they're actually not. They're creating a resentment towards their own feminine energy. So that is the main thing is like, you know, but it does have to be a collaboration. He also has to step up in his masculine simultaneously because otherwise you'll never be able to drop in your feminine if he's, you know, if he's letting you take over everything. So um, relationships are a big one with polarity right now. They are, but you know, it can be done. Relationships can be revived. I've literally seen 
oh my God, hundreds of relationships revived just off of understanding what polarity is and making an effort, but both have to make that effort, especially the woman as she's been in her masculine for so long. Oh, I love that. You yeah. are making me want to create a podcast about relationships. <laughs> I, find, you know, I find self-development and self-growth so critical to my success as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does include, you know, my relationships with, with everybody. And so yeah. I really appreciate Tell the listeners where they can find you or work with you. Yes, absolutely. So um, I am at, at the effortlesslyfeminine.com.com. So that's my website, the effortlesslyfeminine.com. My Instagram is the effortlesslyfeminine. Uh, and I work primarily, I have programs. Um, I have a boundary program, a relationship program, a feminine foundation program. I have all the programs for women that just really want to dip their toes in to figure out, you know, if it works for them. Women that want to go a little deeper have group programs. And this really creates a sisterhood because women really do need other women. You know, I have a lot of women that are like, I have all these male friends. Hmm, honey, that's not doing you any favors as far as the feminine embodiment goes. So we really do need that sisterhood support. That's what we were meant to be. Um, so I have those group programs. I also have the one-on-one for women that want really quick, effective change. Um, so yeah, just jump on the Instagram and, and you guys can see all that and get a really good taste or just binge the free content. You'll learn a lot that way too. Yes, you are the best at free content. Thank you so much. This was so wonderful. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode hit home, I'd be so grateful if you took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram so I can personally thank you for joining me on this journey. If it didn't, well, go easy on me. I'm still figuring all this out. But until next time, keep carving out your own empire. This journey is uniquely yours and I can't wait to see where it will take you.